Good morning, afternoon or evening wherever you are and welcome to A Pint of Cthulhu Season 3. I am Cap, been playing this from the start and today making my GM debut. What I'll be doing is I'll be taking our team through the retro-futurist post-apocalyptic wasteland of Fallout. Fallout game rules brought to us by Mephidius and given the material in Fallout and our previous streams, this is likely to contain some mature content. I'm joined today by our usual team, our host, Mr. Pint of Cthulhu himself, Matt. Say hello. Hello there. We have our previous GM and original Gertrude, Tukin. Hi. Uh, we have our resin artist and audio expert, Soren J. <laughs> <laughs> audio problems expert, perhaps. Ew. Uh, have our silver-tongued preacher or prostitute, who knows it's Cartman. Hello. And last but not least, an actual celebrity, Canadian <laughs> national treasure, Josh. I don't know where you're getting Canadian from. Yeah, <laughs> Shut up, Josh, it's not all about you. <laughs> <laughs> right, so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing an adaption of the With a Bang and a Whimper. Well, that's where we're starting anyway. And that story comes in three chapters. It's appropriately, well, I think appropriately, given our Cthulhu roots, a murder mystery. Uh, so we're going back to being investigators, just in a slightly different setup. The Fallout 2D, the Fallout games, a 2D20 style tabletop. Uh, I've gone over this a little bit with each of you, but uh, what I've done is I've put together sort of a, a wee pre-module chapter. I'm going to call this the, tut the tutorial mission. So all the goal today is is just to get you all introduced. To give you a good idea of sort of the game mechanics, give you some interactions so, so so you can interactions and encounters so that we can showcase them and just give you an idea on how to how to run them from your from your character sheets. So if you're ready, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give the standard, follow intro lore, and then just get you straight into the game. Alright. I'm gonna That's take good. that silences, yes. Alright, very <laughs> good. Good job, yes, Cap, I'm ready. <laughs> let's go, Cap, let's go. Whoa! Let's go, let's go. War. War never changes. Since the dawn of humankind, when our ancestors first discovered the killing power of rock and bone, blood has been spilled in the name of everything, from God to justice to simple psychotic rage. In the year 2077, after millennia of armed conflict and, and the destructive nature of man could sustain itself no longer, the world was plunged into the abyss of nuclear fire and radiation. But it was not, as some had predicted, the end of the world. Instead, the apocalypse was simply a prologue to another bloody chapter of human history. For man had succeeded in destroying the world, but war, war never changes. In the early days, thousands were spared the horrors of the Holocaust by taking refuge in enormous underground shelters known as vaults. But when they emerged, they had only the hell of the wastes to greet them. We begin our adventure deep underground in the office of the Overseer in Vault 169. Awaiting a meeting with the Overseer sits Winnegan Stair. Wearing the standard Vault-Tex Jumpsuit and a pit boy on her arm. Also floating in the room is a Mr. Handy Robot, a medical unit, the denizens of the vault, affectionately nicknamed Mr. Medman. So if you have a wee look, I'm going to change this page here, and here is the Overseer's office. 
with everybody sitting there. <laughs> there we go. Yep, no, I can see see himself. And everyone can see themselves. That's fantastic. Right, so, from stage right, enters Overseer Hamilton. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> An almost distractingly attractive man in his mid-thirties takes a seat, as his, a seat at his desk and begins briefing the residents. He's a five-foot-tall Powerpuff girl that walks in with a three-foot-wide head and its enormous eyes that engulfs almost the entire body. He's already been mutated. We're too late. The vault's been Oh my god, it's a super mutant! Put him down! The super mutant we've ever seen! The thing is, he just fills out that vault suit perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so, Overseer Hamilton sits sits behind his desk even. Says, good morning, thanks for coming. Now, as you know, I'll say it anyway for the exposition, as you know, ever since we opened the door to our vault, our scouts have found one settlement, and we have a cordial relationship that has benefited us both greatly. We're starting to get worried about how far we can stretch supplies and repairs before we set up more trade relationships. Sorry, I was just moving my notes there. <laughs> you can get rid of that silence. Yeah, yeah so the overseer's just saying to you, look, we've been sending out scouts, got this relationship with this town, and now they're calling for aid. Their, their leader, or mayor, whatever as he calls himself, Jesse, has put out a call, and it seems they're, they're having a weird... The overseer has a worried look in his face here. They're having a crime issue that needs investigating, and that the security details stretched far too thin to deal with. Helping them with this will certainly increase our standing with the community. That's not all. The call didn't just go out to us. There were two other parties coming to aid. There's a group from a settlement called, and now Token, I want you to name this settlement because it's where you're from. Hmm. Well, it's a great place called Texarkana. Texarkana, that'll do the job. There's a group from a settlement called Texarkana. Uh, they seem to be having some issues with their radios, though they've got a wee bizarre voice distortion going on. But it seems that they've sent a group to help, and we're more than happy to have them along. And also, there's a mercenary. A mercenary's answered the call. Calls himself Max Power. Now, I want you to work with them and report back that these people can be trusted as it could be worth creating some future relations. Just knowing that there's a second settlement out there within distance is definitely a benefit to us as well. Now, the group from Texarkana hasn't showed itself yet, but waiting outside the door, you should find our mercenary friend. Hopefully you'll be able to meet them, meet the rest of them on your way to the town. Now, the wasteland is a dangerous place, so do be careful. Any questions? None yet. Well, that yeah. way, that, well, it's only it's, it's only I Jane mean, Cartman that's in yeah. the room. So, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I really was told. I've got nothing to say. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I think they've been given an, an, an order from my superior, and I've got to follow that out. So, yeah, robot. Hey, hey, no robot. So, so I'm so my character's going to turn to you and say, "Righty ho, sir," and does a salute. Excellent. And, yeah. So we have no information, sir, about well, the mystery at all? A worried look 
goes across the overseer's face again. He's like, well, not really, no. You're talking murders, pickpocketing? Ah, so you'd like to press him for more information. This is this is our first part of the tutorial. I'm glad you took the bait. Let's go and let's see if we can do a little um, little charisma check for you. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. So if you have a look at the uh, at the character sheet, you'll see a bunch of skills listed on the left hand side, and the skills are, beside the skills it shows you which core attribute they relate to. So if you're looking to do, say, for example some sort of charisma check, there's barter, and uh, there's speech. Now this would be a speech check for you because you'll, you want to convince them to give you a bit more information. Now speech and charisma are ones that basically go well together, but you don't have to do the skill against that attribute that's the default one. We can, we can do other skill checks, but for this one, let's keep it simple. Let's do a quick speech check. So the easy way for you to do that is to hit that speech button Um, additional dice. If it, if it says additional dice, you just say none at the moment. We're just in a basic roll. No additional dice. So fire that into the chat. Uh, that's a whole lot of something, for sure, that I don't really understand. Alright, let's see what's happened there. So, now that is a fail. So what's happened there is that's put your speech skill against your charisma skill and that establishes what the difficulty is so your target was four because your speech skill unfortunately is at zero and your charisma skill is at four so your charisma skill is making up that target of four and what you wanted to do there is you wanted to get at least one of those dice to be either four or lower in order oh, to lower. succeed okay, that yeah. check yeah so we're looking for the low rolls on this one you've got two chances to make that success and the difficulty of it depends on how many successes you need in order to get through it. So your target of four, you wanted to get one in order to pass this test, which unfortunately you failed. Um, but there might be different tests later on in the game that need more successes. So for example, if I wanted to give you disadvantage on something for some reason, you might have had to have two successes instead of just the one. So I understand what's going on there? Yep. Excellent. So your skill plus your attribute is the difficulty, is you the target, sorry, for what you're looking to get below on your 2d20 roll. And of course, as standard, you get two d20s each time you try it. Good with that? Yep. Can I um, ask as well, could I roll to assist? No. Fair enough. There will be occasions where you will be able to roll to assist, like, I mean... You could probably try yourself in order to get some information here, um, but we can we can work on assist rules later on. We'll just uh, we'll just keep it keep it simple for now. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprisingly quite charismatic as a robot, so <laughs> they tend to find their they are quite charismatic. Those robots in Fallout, aren't they? But yeah, so um, the overseer not convinced to tell you any more than what he's already told you. Just says, look, this is worth our time. We want to find out, we want to we want to improve our relations with this town and we want to find out if there's anyone else out there that can help us make sense of the wasteland. And he sends you out of the office and to the front door. 
the right. f- at the front door. There you go. So, the metal cog of the door pulls back, and with alarms blaring and the mechanical screeching, it turns itself along, which opens up a hole into a cave, and there stands, waiting for you to come out, is a man clad in the Wasteland's finest mercenary gear. Max, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Max Power. In the unforgiving wastelands of the post-apocalyptic Fallout universe, a towering figure stands at opposing six feet three inches tall. This battle-hardened mercenary is a force to be reckoned with, boasting with a shock of blonde hair that catches the sun's faint glimmer. His piercing blue eyes have seen it all, and the betray of the depth of his experience that only a survivor of this desolate world can possess. This wastelander man offers few words, but his actions speak volumes. Whether for forging alliances, battling ferocious, ferocious, monster, uh, ferocious monsters and mutants, or navigating the treacherous polit- polit- uh, politics of the post-nuclear world, his presence is unmistakable, and his legend continues to grow in a world where only he's strong and kind and survive. I'm sorry. Right. Did I Nicolas wasn't expecting Cage that. join our? Did Nicholas Cage join Fallout? Because I'm almost positive that's what that was. Like the voice at first was Nicholas Cage, and then you described him from Con Air, the movie, where like he just like steps off the plane and he's got like glistening uh, blonde hair. Like, oh, I'm still waiting for uh this to happen. <laughs> like the actual one's just chilling. Yes, yeah, so, I mean. Hey, Jay, this is the first time time she's had to actually meet somebody, uh, other than getting orders from the overseer, so introduce yourself as well. Well, I assume you are the mercenary we were told about? Wittigenster, vault dweller, scientist occasionally, better than you almost certainly. Um, And I'm Mr. Medman! Yes. Nice to meet you. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Now, now would be a good time just to get you to have a wee look at your character sheets again. Now, there is the perks and the gear section, which you're both going to want to have a wee look at just now. Um, Winnegan, we'll start with you. So, if you have a look at the uh, the perks page, you've got a couple of traits um, and perks that have been added based on the, the choices you made in character selection. Um First of all, as a vault kid, you are actually healthier than everyone else. Now that yep. gives you that gives you some benefits. So, for example, it reduces the difficulty of any endurance tests that you're likely to make, uh, like to to resist effects of stuff like diseases. And you've also got a pip boy, which gives you some benefits. Um, so, for example, a light source, a Geiger counter. Max power, however. Yes. He has. He doesn't have uh, much in the way of traits because all of his traits that you took were just to add additional perks or additional skills. So, but you do have a couple of perks. Stuff like um, an increased damage. You've got an, you've got a strong skeleton, so it takes more to give you critical hits. A lead belly, which means you don't take much in the way of radiation damage from food. 
So bear in mind your perks and gear when we are going to make these skill checks. And Tukin, don't you worry about yours. I know yours looks pretty empty, but I'll explain where your benefits come in because they basically come in from your, your class and your equipment. Oh, no worries there. <laughs> all right, so you've all introduced yourself. I'm guessing that you'll just want to walk out the cave. Yep. Brilliant. So what are we going to go explore? Yeah. So hang on a yeah, second. Well, I'm going I'm to do something a bit more uh, interesting here. So mm -hmm. when as we're uh, walking out the cage, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, my character is going to turn to, to Max and says and say, Sir, your radiation levels are 15% over the, the minimum requirements. I would recommend a radaway. That's it. Just carry on walking. Well, does any does anyone have or any right away? <laughs> Not no? for you. I assume you do know where the nearest town is, the settlement we're supposed to be heading to. I know some areas around. That's exactly as helpful as I thought it would be. <laughs> yes, right. we can we can go explore. I will show you the way to go. All right, brilliant. So, you all walk out of the cave and white out. The light blinds you. Well, this is just Winnegan, actually. The light, the light blinds you. You've never seen daylight before, and it takes you a couple of seconds to adjust. Doctor Med, Mister Medman, and the mercenary just keep on walking as if it's nothing, no problem there for them. And what you see once the, once your vision clears, what you see before you. Is a, is a ruined town. This town clearly didn't survive the blast of the bombs. It's just full of dilapidated buildings. So... Right, I'm trying to get your tokens on here, so bear with me a second. There you go. Excellent. Right. You'll see your tokens on there. Brilliant. Excellent. So, you find yourselves at the south entrance of a town that is, that is essentially a crossroads with buildings in each quadrant. The town obviously didn't survive the blast. Like I said, all the buildings are collapsed and rotting. However, in the middle of the town still stands a large metal red rocket. The... The quintessential advertisement of the time before the bombs drop for the Red Rocket Garage Chain. Now, given the, the directions you got already, all you need to do is travel north through the town, to turn west, and exit the town at its westward. Well, exit. So, take it away. Okay, um... So I'm gonna get. I mean, I'm, I'm a robot, so I'm floating. So I'm gonna just carry on amiably through the through there. Can I um, scan any of the buildings for any sort of resources supplies? Um, you can scan them. Yes, you have a look from the outside. All you can see is the rotting wood and the cracked stone. 
Okay. So if nothing. you wanted to know any more about them, you might want to go into them, but all you need yeah. to do at this stage is just follow the road north, turn west, and exit the town. Oh, I suggest is... we just go through <laughs> unless you want to search each and every home. I was going to say, see, the fallout man inside of me wants to just search every single room, every single safe, every single building. See if you can find any vault caps. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> every single bottle cap. Uh, but the robot me, which I'm actually playing, wouldn't do that. The three of us could actually sweep the town pretty quickly if we work together. Are there... Obviously, you've been travelling the waste far longer than... You open doors and cabinets and find tools and resources that you need. We pull apart homes and buildings and build I our own shelters. I know how to scavenge, so I was going to ask whether there would be any dangers in the town. There are some some mutants that run around, but I do have a shotgun with me. Or yeah, a, a hunting rifle. rifle. Yeah. Can, I, um, can I ask the DM quickly? Is there a action we can use to quickly scan through for any like safes or anything like that? Like an action point? No. Okay, so you got to go through it every bloody room. Yep, you can go into a room, you can have a look around. Okay, sure. Or you can just keep walking. Destination does seem a little more important, but if you want to scavenge, we can. You see, it's really up to you two. I'm just sort of just kind of on this of the robot and sort of servitude and... Are you in need of supplies at the moment? Um... Mr. Powers? Austin, if you will? Max. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, some Rataway would be good. Uh, I haven't searched many of these homes here. So if we split up and each take an area, um... I think if we go here, here, and here, we could search that for supplies, and then all meet up at this sign here. Sure. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. So, who wants to go yeah. first? So, oh, whoops, it's drawing. My bad. So, are we starting with the building on the left? The rundown shack. I was thinking if if one goes to the left, one goes to the right, and I go straight ahead to the rocket statue to see if we can find anything, and I'll reconvene over at the purple sign just northwest of us, or northeast of us. Okay, sure. so to make this um, split the party a bit quick again. for you, <laughs> yeah, to make this quick for you so you're not split up for too long, um, you go into a house to the left of you. And the inside doesn't look any better than the outside. It is a rotting husk, clearly been looted a long time ago. Nothing much left in it, except from um, just old uh, fusty sofas. <laughs> and we're going to give you a random trinket to find. So has one of you found a gold pocket watch? Nice. Alright, Winnegan found the gold pocket watch. Excellent. We'll add that to your inventory. You go across the road to the other to the other dilapidated building, and it's in an even worse state than the last. For some reason a couple of overturned bathtubs. Um but in looking through everything, you find yourselves 
some shotgun shells. That would be six. useful. You I find six you. shotgun shells underneath a bathtub. Um, um, that will be useful because none of you have a shotgun. <laughs> I thought Max said he had a shotgun. Yeah, I thought Max said yeah, he had a hunting rifle. rifle. He's got a hunting rifle. You <laughs> can't even sell a rifle for a shotgun. Yeah, I can't believe that was a random roll as well. Excellent. <laughs> it's like the game was playing with you, Max. <laughs> anyway, as you're walking through this town, you round on a blue car. And propped up against the blue car is a corpse. Now, this corpse has clearly been dead a long time, given the given the state of its skin. However, with um, with Mister Medman's keen medical observation skills, he notices something very, very odd about this particular corpse. First of all, the corpse is breathing, and second of all, it's bleeding. So. Okay. Introduce yourself, Billy Bob Firewater. <laughs> okay, so uh, very quickly, I'm going to run up to Billy Bob Firewater and say, Sir, you seem hurt. How can I assist you? Uh, stop talking too loud. Okay. Mm. Just going to fly. Just going to fly away. Not going <laughs> to say no more. <laughs> Hey man, you can take mm. it as advice on how to help most people you run into. Mm. Well, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. Whoa, whoa. Who might you be, madam? Oh, absolutely not. Uh, none of your business, hopefully. We're just passing through to a town in a little bit of trouble. You don't oh. remember that this man's propped up against a car and currently bleeding. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh, that's just a flesh wound. And it's like like Monty Python where his arm falls off. Like, no, no, ignore <laughs> that. Hold on. Put that back. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't worry about me, lady. I'm more worried about where you're headed. <laughs> Nowhere you should be following me, actually. Uh, powers, Midman, we should probably leave. Right? He's already dead. It's not like... Oh, my God. Is that Nicolas Cage? <laughs> no. Uh... Cap, I do have medicine under my skills. Would I be able to use that or barter with him to heal him for info? You can try. Okay. I well, mean, how how about this, cool. Mr. Man that's bleeding out? Do you want to continue bleeding out or do you want to live? Bleeding out? What are you talking? And he looks down and that's when he notices the wound. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Uh, yeah, I'd like this kind of healed up. That'd be great. Under conditions, you don't cross us or you're dead. Mm. Wouldn't he be dead? I don't know. What do you when you say dead? I mean, what are you gonna do to me? I mean, is I mean, punish me or why did you jump straight to that? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how bad do I need to be? I mean, is she gonna punish me? Mm. Yes, I think I should leave. I think we should just go. I don't think we should stay. He seems fine. We can just head on. Mom does not seem to approve of you, sir. Well, fine. Well, I accept the conditions. Even if I'm not going to be happy about it. Oh, no, like, so just click Max on Power wants to do a 
medical check. Yeah, so again, same thing as last time. You're going to go for the medical check. Um, okay, can I actually assist on this? Because I am a medbot as well. Well, I was wondering why the hell the medical yeah. robot didn't want to do this, but no, no, it's fine. <laughs> we'll, go for, we'll go for Max try to do some routine medicine here. Now, luckily... It, it's the EMT in me that wants yeah. to, you know, stop the bleeding. <laughs> Max has actually had himself a critical success there. Yay! Hey, hey, excellent. Um, so, he wraps the wounds, makes sure they're fine. For some reason, he's not at all put off by the fact that the rest of them looks dead already. And they continue on their way. Now, um, I mean, Firewater, do you want to... What he looks like? <laughs> yeah, do you want to tell them how you got into this situation by any chance? So, uh... Well, oh, well, I'm going to describe for the group at home. So we've already made a joke about this, but Billy Bob Firewater is the same Billy Bob Firewater from Call of Cthulhu. Um, but he's a ghoul now. So he's wearing the same outfit, but it's kind of gotten blasted to tathers. So now he's got Daisy Duke jeans that used to be normal jeans, and he's got a crop top that used to be his button-up. So he is very fashionable right now. Um, but he speaking of your clothes, actually, seeing as you're saying that, what that is under is tough clothing in your gear, and that's what I was talking to you about earlier. Now you don't have much in the way of perks and traits, but you do have that tough clothing. And if you look at your core, under your left arm, right arm, torso, and left leg, this gives you one physical and one energy damage reduction for anything that doesn't hit your head. So, significant Ooh. damage reductions for you based on the clothes that you're wearing. Those booty shorts are working for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, because right. of your class, you are a ghoul, so you have radiation immunity. You're not damaged by radiation at all. Yeah, but Hell saying yeah. that, though, I mean, cause, um, so my character is also going to do the same thing we did earlier. He's going to um, scan um, a bit about firewater, and he's going to say, Sir! Your radiation levels are 635% over the recommendation limit. I would recommend a runaway immediately. What the hell's a runaway? Runaway is a medicine that takes away the radiation levels in your body. Helps heal you. Radiation? Does it look like I need radiation help? What do you... Hmm. Quite possibly, but okay. just as a precaution, uh, Radaway would help heal you. Oh, well, well, I feel fine actually. Yeah, actually, yeah, would it? Fine, but okay, because I thought ghouls get healed from ra- from radiation. They do. Yeah, actually, Could Radaway should kill us. That's, whole, that's <laughs> a whole thing of being a ghoul. If radi- you get radiated, you you get health. I think Radaway actually does hurt. Actually, hurt you yeah. as a ghoul. But then that's why I came in as a robot who saw to you who's, who's been exposed to so much radiation. That's why I did my little thing there. But okay, we just like to talk about it. Then, <laughs> then let's then let's let's just let him be and let's continue. Yeah, on I'm our just way. trying to be a good but, robot. Billy Bob, continue but, with your story. Well, I was kind of over here, you know, giving my my love uh, Charlene some some attention, and I wasn't paying attention. And neither was damn Cletus and Jared, two assholes, uh, trying to get at my woman. 
uh, they were trying to get at her and weren't paying attention. We all got jumped by some super mutants. And they took Cletus, Jared, and Charlene to the old school building. And they wounded me. They thought I was dead for some weird reason. I, I mean, I, I don't look dead. I mean, come on. Y'all knew I was alive. Y'all helped me. I'm not, I don't look that dead, do I? Also, if you guys can't get him at home, he has no fucking clue that he's a ghoul. <laughs> like, I kind of was going to go on that vibe. Like, he has no goddamn clue. And that's a good vibe to have, because, yeah. No clue. He's, no clue. <laughs> yeah, he's a ghoul. <laughs> I look pretty good for several hundred years old, but man, I guess I found the, the key to immortality. I don't know why. Alright, so all of you are in the centre of the town there, and all you have to do is go west, follow the road out west to get to the town that you want to go to, and you might see on that map there that this school building that um, Billy Bob just let you know about is also on the west road, so you're going to have to pass that in order to get out this town and to the, and to the settlement. So, take it away. I don't really know where the old school building is. Kind of forgot. I guess. Does anybody want guess... to do something or walk in a direction or talk well, to each other? Um, so, okay. Um, Sir, we are traveling north. Would you like to accompany us? Because that's north is the way uh, we're going, am I correct, through the town? Yes, we're going north. Yes, yeah, going yeah. north and then turning on the road to exit the west, to exit westward. Okay, so yeah, that's what my character says. I agree. Uh, well, uh, I ain't got anything better to do. Uh, and I will... F uh, she looks towards uh, Winnigan, I think is your name. Yeah. Winnigan. 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 Looks at Winnigan and I will go wherever she goes. Can we go wherever he doesn't go? Well, I'll go wherever you go that I'm not going. And All right. Then... How, how about you... Uh, wait, why aren't you trying to find your girlfriend? Oh, oh, gee, I mean, girlfriend, we, I mean, we're... Wait, wait really one minute. I mean, we don't do labels, all right? I mean, I mean, she's, you know, a, a good, good friend of mine. Uh, but don't be too jealous of her. Your girl. Uh, but don't be too to... jealous. Oh, of her. don't worry, don't worry. She ain't. She ain't too much. Uh, she ain't anything compared to you. Oh, you hear that, Max? You might have a shot at the Charlene if he's. Whoa! Hey! 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 String bean! Get the hell away from my. Yeah. Speaking of, she's not my woman. But nothing hey, but to you. But you, Jared, stay the hell away from from Charlene. You have no worries. I have no interest. That's right. You damn right. You have no interest. That's what. That's what I thought. Right. So we're gonna head north with uh, with our new companion. All right. Excellent. Yeah. So you all head north, and you make it to the middle of the town at the crossroads, where the old burnt-out garage of the Red Rocket is lo is located. Uh, from here. The directions are you turn west and walk out the town, which will take you past the old school building. Is there anything you'd like to do at this point? Search the Red Rocket area. Alright. 
Max wants to go into the red rocket. It is completely burnt out. It doesn't even have a roof. All it has is a couple of um, workbenches that appear to have been melted at points from the from the bomb blast. You're trying to pry open a few of them. And let's see if you get any loot out of this. Alright, you find a magazine. So what you found is the US Covert Operations Manual. And what we're oh. going to have to do is we're going to have to go into our rule book for that one. Right, so it's a sneak. I remember sneak. Yeah, so these magazines give you bonuses to your skills. Nice. But are they? Is it a temporary buff or a full buff? It is a full buff for anybody Ooh. who's holding them. Sexy. Yes. Right. So let me get to the contents here. Let's see. Can a little lady, can you uh, read the contents of that magazine to me out loud? <laughs> I'm about to put my hand <laughs> right for. For uh, may have forgotten how to read. At this point, I point my potting rifle at him and say, you need to knock this shit off with her. <laughs> whoa, oh whoa, hey, hey, whoa, hey, 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 hey. I mean, if you want something too, buddy, let's go. Come on. <clears throat> do you two need privacy? A separate room, perhaps? No, but you and I do. That's, uh, that's for sure. <clears throat> I don't think we do. See what you're saying. Do, uh, does the magazine have, like, bad pictures, or is it just a jar? I'm just going to throw the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so do me a favor. Roll a d20. Oh. Did I straight up kill him with a oh. magazine? Oh, all of us? <laughs> no, just, 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 the one, just the one who found the magazine. There you go, a seven. All right. I was assuming that was to chuck at his head. <laughs> like wadded up like you're batting a fly, like bat, ah, we need a spray ball, <laughs> bat. All right, so I don't know that this is going to be any use to you just now, but that's a plus one damage dice inflicted by attacks against characters NPCs. Maybe there is no NPCs at the moment; it's just a lot of you. So, um, if you ever get an NPC in the team, they're going to get a damage boost. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. So. Anyway, that's one for you to keep a hold of. Um, stick that in your in your inventory, and I'm just going to put the code for that in the chat there. So that's not the soldiers you're looking for. That particular magazine is called, and no idea what that covert operations manual was doing in a garage. The only thing I see in the chat. Oh wait, I'm sorry, wrong chat. I was like, the only thing I see in the wait, chat. Wait, can I? Um, I need to ask a DM something. So, do you know the law behind the covert? Uh, magazines cap yes okay yeah I, I know the law as well and I know why they are in certain places in certain places of the, of the fallout plate of the universe yes but nobody else knows that so yes Let's... so I'll keep that quiet <laughs> <laughs> should we take <laughs> should we take this with us yeah t yeah do take it with you it's worth oh, it well, if anybody else is looking I'm going to also give you a little caps might as well find some caps somewhere. So yeah, whoever is looking, you have four caps as well. And you can stick that in your inventory in the gear section. Mm. Alright, excellent. We're done with the the looting. 
Wait, can you tell me the effect weird. of this thing again? Yep, the effect is plus one damage dice inflicted by attacks against character NPCs. Is it like all of it or just J? Just J. Or just whoever's okay. holding the magazine. Oh, okay. Okay. And does it to someone else. Maybe. Quick, use this! We're like in the middle of a fight and you just throw a magazine. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what but all the hell sudden, is that going to like, Give me one second. A plus I, got, one I gotta read this article real fast on how to beat you. Give me a second. Yeah. <laughs> now with these perks, depending on the individual issue you found, you'll receive a different one. So there's, there's loads of different perks for each loads of different magazines. This is just an example of them. And you may benefit from them, but you can only benefit from them once. Um, so if if it is one that's sort of like that, where it's just like a bonus to attacks, then that should be for the whole scene. So don't worry about that. Uh, there's other ones that have limits on them. But you get to know that at the time. There's loads of them. I doubt you'll get too much exposure to that. But just to let you know, there are magazines in the game. And they have perks. All good with that? Sounds good to me. Excellent, brilliant. So... You turn west on the road. Do you start heading towards the exit of the town? Aren't we supposed to be heading north? Yes, those were the instructions at the start. You head north into the middle of the town, then turn west and exit the town on its westward road. Uh, Is that headed towards the old school building? Yes. Okay. So yeah, that's that's where I'm headed. Obviously, I'm like, that looks like a school to me. And it has like a big clear sign that says school. But he can't. Be. <laughs> I think that's a school, but I don't know. No, no, right. it just says cool. I think we should avoid it. Yes, sir. That is Washington High Street, Maine. <laughs> is that the right? I can't. I can't I had to make that one up there, but well. <laughs> a very good American street name. You yes. forgot to say it's Washington, Seattle, Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, Park Street. Ah, oh, damn it! Uh, I, I knew I got it wrong. <laughs> I, I should have. That was my second go to, you nurse. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. So, now uh, let's get your token on the next screen here. There you oh, all are. Cool. Yeah, exactly. That cool. Really Springfield. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Springvale. <laughs> you start walking past this old burnt-out school building, although being mostly made of stone, this is the only one that still relatively stayed standing. Um, being as loud as you are going past this building as Billy Bobby shouting about Springville and Hartman's wondering what road we're on. Somebody inside the building hears you. And all you hear from one of the windows is a bizarre roar as a head pokes out the window and starts shooting down at you with what appears to be a rifle. Well, I'm going to immediately shoot back because robot threat yeah, robot aim. She'll be able to hit him straight away. Well, before I do that, I was going to ask too, is because I'm a former Texas Ranger, can I do a quick draw? Pull my thirty-eight as well? Like, as soon as I saw his head pop up, kind of like a shooting gallery? So basically, you know, like, all of you want to just start shooting back up at this super mutant. Oh yeah, super mutant. Excellent. I know Billy Bob Firebiter wants to. What we're going to do is we're going to do our first little combat tutorial then. So everybody should have an initiative score. You'll find that on the core page of your 
character sheets. Okay. Yep, so just click it and I'll put it onto the chat. Oh, max of a 13. All right, just looking, waiting for Jay. Sorry, uh, there we go. All right, brilliant. Oh, so, what does Billy Bob Bywater have like single digits and everybody else has fucking double digits? <laughs> <laughs> Like, what the hell is this garbage? Looks like Belly, you have- Bo- belly Bob's not much of a quick draw in this one, mate. I'm about to say, I'm trying to do like a quick draw, but it's like, me, it's really fast, but everyone else like super slow, like the sloth from Zootopia, like, don't worry, <laughs> I've got it. <laughs> yeah, so what's happened is this super mutant has initiated combat. All of your initiative scores are ranked, so you know which one's going first, which one's going second. And based on that, and I... wait, wait, does this does this super mutant have a ginger hair? <laughs> <laughs> no, this super mutant does not have ginger hair. This is a regular super mutant with a rifle. Oh, it's the overseer! Down. Shoot him down! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like I was saying, um, this super mutant's initiated the combat. So you've all rolled your initiative, or have your initiative scores, and uh, it's, it's going to go Jay first, then Josh, then Cartman, and then Tukin. And if you bear with me a second, I'm just going to find out where this super mutant comes in that. Oh, he's actually alright. He's, he's got a very decent initiative one. So, ah, it's only Billy Bob Firewater that the super mutant beats. So the super mutant's going to get a turn before Billy Bob. God damn it! <laughs> this is garbage! I feel like it's rigged! This is rigged! It's you have the curse of Addison, just, May. You got the armor oh, as well. God. This super mutant has heard you coming, he saw you, he fired down on you, but he's he's in a window, he's firing down at you, so and he's firing wide. He doesn't hit anyone. So go for it, Jay, take your turn. Well, I happen to have a gun, thankfully, because he's a bit far up there for the switchblade. So I'm gonna take a pop shot at Excellent, so all you want to do is you want to just get fired in about the combat. So let me just show you what we can do in combat. Right, so every turn that you take is going to be made up of one minor action and one major action. Now your minor actions are stuff that you'd expect, so interacting with an object, moving, taking a chem like a stim pack or a or some drugs or something like that, um, drawing a, a new item, so if you're currently equipped with one item and you want to change it, that's going to be a minor action, and also aiming. Aiming reduces your, if you don't want to do anything else, but and you just want to aim at them, it will reduce the difficulty of the attack roll. Uh, that helps you when you're looking to aim for a very particular point on somebody's body as well. As you see on your your sheets, you can aim for either the head, left arm, right arm, torso, left leg or right leg. If you do not aim, that will be rolled for you, the hit location, and it will be random. Okay. Major actions. Again, this is the sort of stuff you'd expect to find in major actions, given the the other games that we've played. So you can attack, you can command NPCs to do things, you can defend people, you can uh, do first aid, um, rally troops. So that's like stuff like your your death savings throw. Um, you can pass. You can not do anything. Um, you can increase your movement speed, that kind of thing. So like sprinting. And perform any other skill test that's not covered with any other actions. So, what you're looking to do is you're just looking to stand still and start shooting, is that right? Gonna aim, if I'm not moving anyway. Fantastic, let's get you back onto the page. 
Brilliant, excellent. So you're looking for a gun check then. Let's have a look at your character sheet. So again, same way as we did in the skill test before, you're looking for a combat one. So you have 10mm pistol. Your pistol is going to be based on small guns, which is a perception on the main attributes. And I think you've got a pretty decent score there, so... Saying small guns agility. Small guns agility? Ah, small guns agility, yeah. Why does that say perception in your actual gun? Let's get that changed. I mean, if it's perception, I'll take it. I'm much better at that. Yeah. Yeah, that should be alright. So, we've put your weapons into that little weapon slot, so you should be able to just press that 10mm pistol button and that'll do the roll for you. Excellent, that's good. So, 10mm pistol, as you can see, your target was 9, given your agility and your small gun store, the score. Unfortunately, you got a 12 and a 20 from both of your rolls. So that's actually a crit fail. I didn't think I'd be able to do this as early as this, so bear with me a second. I need to... I need... yeah. Since I was aiming, don't I re-roll one of those? No, you don't re-roll one, it reduces the difficulty. So say the difficulty was I wanted you to get two successes. Because you were aiming, you would only have needed one success. Yeah. So... So because he's up in a window, I would have given you a difficulty of two successes. And you would have reduced that to one success by aiming. But you got zero successes, in fact you got a critical fail. <laughs> so, let's see what that does. I'm going to check crit fails for your weapons here. We'll look here. Small guns complications. Okay. Alright, so there's a few different complications we can get for the small guns. Give me a 1d4. 1d4. There you go. 1. 1. Wasteful. You fired more than you thought you did. Oh no. Because you did a critical fail, you don't just lose one bullet. You lose three. So how many did you have anyway? You only had 11 to start with there. Oh Jesus. That's you down. You've only got you've only got eight bullets left. Because Looks like fail. you shot your load too early, Carla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you have experience with that. Oh, don't worry. I have trouble with it all the time from experience. Oh, you you're being sarcastic. Oh, okay. Excellent. So next one it is Max. Max Power. He's the main. He's he's the man whose name you'd love to touch, but you mustn't touch. His name sounds good in your ear, but when you say it, you mustn't fear, because his name can be said by anyone. Yeah, calm down and take your turn. What the fuck is going on? I would like. I would like to run. Is there drugs in my drink? What is this? What is going on? I would like to run up. And see if I can pull him out of the window and cut his head off with the machete. <laughs> okay, so first of all, okay. that window is in the first story. So, no, you're not going to be able to pull him out. You can't reach. Nah. <laughs> Alright, then I'll use the humming rifle. Good choice, mate. Good choice. So you've got Wait, no, no, hold, rifle. Hold, 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 okay, no, hold on. I want to back, back up here. So, you, we, if you look at the photo, it's clear that we're really far away. Josh, yeah, you'd never be able to make you it have in a, one turn. <laughs> you have a rifle. Now, I understand if you had the machete as your only weapon, you did whatever you could. 
but you have a rifle. Yeah, but knowing my... The first my... thing you decided to do was, I'm going to stab it. And you got to run all that distance to find it when you have a distance weapon. It's the Monty Python charge. I wanted to try something different. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Difference, right. It was different. Alright, so I'm going to use hunting rifle, so I click on that right cap. Yep, you can click on that hunting rifle. It should come up with that dice check, and all you do is you hit submit. Alright, brilliant. So, there we go. We've got a success score there. And again, just to talk you through that there, what he has there is he has the gun score of 3, the agility of 7, that gives him a target of 10, and he has a 2 on one of his rolls and a 13 on the other one. So that's one success. But you might notice there that that's came up as two successes. That's because the small guns is a tagged skill for Josh. That means that in order to get a critical success, 1, 2 and 3 will work for him. It's the same for all of you on your tagged skills. So one, two, and a three for those skills for a critical success. So that counts as two successes for him. So he's absolutely nailed the shot. He fires a round off. You see it. You see that puff on the head, right in the eye of the um, super mutant, and he just drops from the window. Yeah, it would have been cooler if I could have ran up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so he's dead. Fortunately, you're still in a combat encounter. I wonder why that is. So, you have to cut its head off. Next person, take its turn. That be that would be me. That be yeah, that be you. Well, okay, so this kind of sort of works with what I was planning on doing anyway. So I want to, because I'm a robot. I've only got um kind of short range weapons with a laser pointer and a buzzsaw. So I'm just gonna run and gun, and I want to run towards the front door of the building with the school. All right, run towards the front door of the building. You know what? Given the distance there, I will say that you can run towards it and open it on this turn if you wanted to. Okay. Is that would that be all of my actions though of my turn? Yes. So if I open the door and there's someone on the other side with a shotgun, I'm pretty screwed. <laughs> uh I mean can um can Firewater uh, run with me? If, if it's possible. <laughs> I just, I don't want to be on the, I don't want to open that door in one turn and the guy with a shotgun on the other side. That's bad. I don't want to be there really alone. Firewater is still trying to draw his gun in a quick draw in slow-mo. <coughs> oh, fucker. It's, he's, he's about halfway well, to his hilt now. Well, then I'm going to have to find you a target. So I'm going to run to the door and open it. That's the, that's the big one. Excellent. And just as you're opening it, it gets kicked open <laughs> from the other side. So I'm going to see if I can get you to do a little survival check for me. Remember, I have I have got um, those uh, those jets, so I'm not on legs or anything. I could. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. Don't you worry. So we're going to do a quick wee survival. We're going to make it. We're not going to make it. Now normally survival is endurance, but because this is. Um, this is going to be like a, a dodge roll, I think. We're going to make that perception. So instead of just hitting the survival button, what you can do is you can go up the top left corner. You'll see two little blue buttons. 
One of them is of a dice. And this is called a quick roll. And this is what you use in order to change what attribute you want against your skill. So have you clicked that yet? Yes, I found it. All right, right. excellent. Perception. Yep, so you want 2d20 on the dice, attribute, perception, and skill. You want to change that to survival. Okay, Excellent, they roll uh, that for me instead. That's 2d20. Excellent, there you go, look at that. You got one success, so you don't take any damage. You manage to bump yourself back a little bit with your thrusters, so the wood of the door just splinters off the stone of the building. And on the other side of that door is a super mutant with a plank of wood. Luckily for you, that was all the actions that the super mutant had on that turn to do, so it's now on to Billy Bob Firewater. Who now has a target. <laughs> After an <laughs> agonizingly long time, <laughs> I finally reached my pipe gun. I pulled it out and I fire, obviously, at the the new super mutant well, that has appeared at the door. Go, can the I see her? Can the super mutant is still whatever? inside the doorway. Um, and you are at the side of the building. Uh, okay. So... Oh, so is this, this going to be a chase of move into position, then shoot? Yes, because he's very confused at first that, that his original target that he was pulling his gun on is already dead, aka by max power. So he's confused and starts running. He kind of runs to where he heard the commotion. I wouldn't say runs, but kind of gets a better eye view of the commotion that Mr. Handy is now going through and gets a better view. I mean, you, you just saw Mr. Handy being kicked away, so... <laughs> you know, it's always happening. Excellent, fantastic. So, um, Billy Bob runs to, I don't know, in front of the doorway. I'm guessing you're not going right up to the doorway. Oh, no. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, keep your distance. So, would you say, where would you say you're standing? Sort of in the middle of the road? Uh, yeah. If we're looking at the photo, I would say, yeah. If we're going to get a better photo, like a better view, I'd say where yeah. the crack in the road starts. Um, Excellent. Right, right there, probably. So you run towards, you run across the side of the building towards where the door is until you can see inside it just enough to take a shot and roll that shot for me. So you are looking for the small guns as well. You should have the gun already listed there, the pipe gun, so just press on that for us. Alright, and because it's right in front of you in a doorway, I'm not going to increase the difficulty of that. You hit. Uh, you hit your target, and now we can talk about damage, which is great. So, um, roll damage for me. Yeah, that's another button that's there. So you can just press that button, and a bunch of dice will show up. Okay. Does add the digital dice? Do I add any? No, nope, don't add any more. Yep, we're just going for the basic rolls just now. No adding. So, oh, okay. excellent. Right, so as you can see, those three rolls have came up with three little Vault Boy faces. And what that means is one damage. Um, so three physical damage is what's happened. The little faces also mean that any active effects on the guns also apply. Unfortunately you don't have any active effects, you've just got a basic pipe gun at the moment. There's a few different things that that dice can show. So it can show a one damage roll, it can show a two damage roll, it can show zero damage, and it can show that little face 
which activates the gun's active effect if it does have any. On that particular roll you've done, you've done 3 damage, so 3 damage to the super mutant. And we're going to roll the hit location for you. You hit it straight in the torso, right centre mass, got it with one bullet. Squeezed its pecs and like caught the bullet in between its pecs. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the super mutant takes a step back but is not down. Still ready to go. Well, shit. Alright, next person on the turn. Oh, it's actually the Super Mutant. No, hold on. No, she, she got around. No, no it's not the Super Mutant. The Super Mutant was before Billy Bob, so it's back to the start. Winnegan. Winnegan. Uh. Gonna try and shoot again, I guess? Alright, I. So you are, again, still just at the side of the building, along with everyone else. You can't actually see a super mutant from where you are. I'll move and over and shoot then. Exactly the same as Billy Bob. Just run to where Billy Bob is, with your gun out, and fire I'm keeping it. a safe distance from Billy <laughs> <laughs> Like, runs up, almost gets to him, and starts scooching awkwardly this Yep. So Don't worry, darling, I don't bite too much. Two of you are stood back to back. Outside the door of this school, shooting into the doorway. Just needed to roll that gun check. I am trying, it is being a bastard. <laughs> oh, there we go. I got a five. So that's one success. You did one success, that is another hit, so you can do your roll damage. Sure thing. Alright, and you got four. Does the magazine apply to this? No. There's does the magazine apply to this? What do you mean? Uh, wasn't it... One damage afflicted by attacks against NPCs? Oh no, it's uh... That doesn't apply just now, that's NPCs that are on your side, so that's... Don't worry about that. Right, so... <laughs> oh, so we do team killing! <laughs> ah. <laughs> so what has happened uh, there is you Before we got... go any further, wait again, could you uh, throw me that magazine? That'd be really good. <laughs> it's not the kind of magazine you like. No, no, yeah, well, I doubt it's as sticky as all the magazines I've got, but it's okay. Thanks. Anyway, nice. moving on, continue, Cap, continue. Go. Yes. <laughs> so, you'll see there's four dice there because um, Winnegan's gun, the 10mm pistol, does four damage, whereas Tukin's does three, and the damage rating is how many damage dice you get to roll. So Tukin's done three, Winnegan's done four, and what she's managed to get out of those four dice is five physical damage. Because as you can see, she got two of them with two, one of them with one, and one of them with zero. That's an additional five damage to this. Which is actually a critical hit. Nice. That's brilliant, so let's find out where it hit. Alright, you hit it in the left arm. Fortunately for you, this is a left-handed super mutant, and the <laughs> board that it was holding that smashed the door down with <laughs> was in its left arm, so you have actually knocked the weapon out of this super mutant's hand, and you've left it pretty useless. I doubt it's going to be picking up that board again. Um, unfortunately, it is still alive. So next person, we are back to, I think it's Josh, and you are still in your position 
way down the side of the building. You can't see the one in the window anymore. What do you do? <clears throat> Max Power would like to go to where uh, Mr. Medman is by the door and see if I could fire off a shot once I see it. Excellent. So you're all huddling around the door again. Well, you and Mr. Medman are huddling around the door. The other two are sort of in the street. Yes, I can move them again. Excellent. So, you there. You there. Excellent. There you go. So, you're right up at the door. There is a super mutant in the doorway with a with a broken arm and a sort of weird bloody tit. Hmm. What are you doing? It's not a war crime if it's the first time. I'm gonna <laughs> Since it's laying there, I'm just going to take the machete and chop its head off. Okay, so you're not actually in the building. You're still outside oh, the building, so Mr. Maidman. <laughs> yeah. What is the deal with you and machete? When you're yeah, dude. Like, away yeah. from something. I'm like, using the hunting rifle. Like, I'm close we enough. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, roll your damage for that one because that's definitely a success. You've managed to get two successes on your hunting rifle there, and you've done another three damage with piercing. So you can see the effect adding up there. He has three. And he's got a piercing effect on there, so that's plus one damage. So he's going to do four total damage to this super mutant, and he's going to hit it in the right in the torso as well. So he just aims up, center mass, shoots it through the heart, and bang, hits the floor, dead. And then I say, "I'll have what she's having." Come on, guys. <laughs> The second, the second Max said that, like, Billy Bob Wirewater looks at him and is slowly loading his pistol again. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's get that you pretty damn mad. the skill building here. Um, we should search the bodies, take a second the guns and stuff. Hold on a second there, you're getting a wee bit ahead of yourself. You're still in combat. Oh, oh, there's more. So you took out this chap at the door. Now, what can you see when I've brought this up. Is it just... Oh, I think something very familiar. Advanced darkness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, generator to the left, uh, the door to the right. Is that right? Excellent, and the rest of it's in darkness. Yeah. That's brilliant. So, what happens is, through a hole in the ceiling, drops down another super mutant uh, Wait a second, this is from RimWorld! Wait, what did- <laughs> this isn't fall- Wait a second! I know, I know, I'm just making- I'm just having fun. <laughs> GFUs. Right. This, this uh, Super Mutant's a bit more um, familiar. It's just dropped down onto his face, onto his torso. In fact, it's dropped on top of the other Super Mutant, and it looks up at you, bleary, with one eye missing, because this is the one that Josh put a bullet in. It was in the window. He's now fallen through a hole in the ceiling and he's coming to attack you. He raises up his gun to shoot at the doorway. And I believe that seeing as Josh has just showed up at the doorway, I think he's probably the closest one to the door, so this shot's gonna go out to him. This one goes out to you, Josh. And I'm gonna increase the difficulty for this person because he's only got one eye, so hopefully he doesn't get two successes. 
Beat that get to a success. He's stuck. And that's a crit. What's a crit? Oh my god. All right. So um, I'm going to roll. Uh, so it shoots at Josh and hits, and Josh takes two points of damage. All right. So you're all miraculously hot. hits the exact <laughs> eye that he knocked. So, yeah. <laughs> that Josh so, knocked out of him. <laughs> he's got his vengeance. Right? So, so, so do I have an eye patch, patch on now? <laughs> so you've got a super mutant with half a face lying on top of a dead super mutant, shooting out this doorway, and you're all huddled in the doorway, looking to go into this building. So next person on the queue, that was Josh. They just took it. Oh, it's Mister Medman. Yeah. So. Lucky me, I've got all the short-range stuff. Um, it's pretty close, you know. Yeah, I'm going to do my handy-dandy laser pointer. Handy-dandy laser pointer. <laughs> nice one. So, I'm going to just sort of float up to it. Let's get your token on. Float into the doorway. There you are there. So, you're in the doorway and you're shooting the laser pointer at this currently prone... Super so mutant. I click it? Yep, just click it. Additional dice, none. And you fail. Now, this wasn't a critical fail, so what I want to do is I want to take you through luck at this stage in the tutorial. Now, luck. You've all got luck points, as you can see, and luck can be used for a number of different things. So, you can spend your luck points if you want to talk to the GM and you can ask him to introduce some sort of helpful fact or detail about the situation you're in. You may spend a luck point to re-roll dice in a dice pool. You can spend a luck point before you attempt any skill check as well to lower the difficulty. And you can use your luck to change the roll in the initiative so you can take your turn earlier by using your luck points. So if you wanted to re-roll one of those right. dice, you could spend a luck point, of which you'd have seven to do so. Yeah, but then that, that's, uh, that, that doesn't get reset, does it, those luck points? That gets reset at the start of chapters. Oh! So you'd have to get through a full chapter in order to get it. So those luck points will be with you for the entire chapter of that particular story you're going through. Oh, okay. Huh. So I just get a re-roll then? I can do both. Yep, you can re-roll any dice once. You can't just keep re-rolling. <laughs> okay, why not? I'll do a re-roll. So all you need to do is just roll 1d20. Or two, if you want to spend two luck points. Just the one. Do it do as a, as a, as a straight dice roll. Yeah, just a straight dice roll, and your target is 10 or lower. Oh. <laughs> and you got a 16. So even with the luck of a robot, you just start firing your laser all over the place. Every, in fact, you make a you make an outline of the of, <laughs> of the mutants on the ground, but you, you manage to fail to hit them. Alright, so I'll get you back to the map. Um, it is Billy Bob's turn. Alright, as a minor action. I'm going to aim my pipe pistol, and as my major action, I'm going to fire. 
Alright, so still staying outside of the building, firing into the doorway, past Mr. Medman, you want to hit this lying down super mutant. Yes. Right, I'm gonna put that as a as a difficulty of two. However, if you're gonna stand and aim, that will reduce that back down to one again. Awesome. Excellent. Right. So gimme the gimme the roll. Your gun. And do remember, keep track of your ammo here. And again, there's a miss. Not a critical miss, so no problems, nothing nothing bad's happening to, to you. Luck point. I wish to spend a luck point. And you wish to spend a luck point as well, no problem. I want spend to, that I luck want point. To roll. Give me a D20. And you did, you managed to hit it. There we go. Good old lucky Billy Bob here. Spins his gun round, shoots in a random direction, and still manages to hit the super mutant. He hits the super mutant in the in the torso for four physical damage, and the super mutant just slumps over its already dead friend and stops moving entirely. That hole to the head and the hole in the torso has done the super mutants in. And you've managed to make a nice little pile of dead super mutants at the bottom of these stairs. And that is the combat portion over. Hear ye. That was fun. Alright, so you're all sort of just in the... In this little lobby of the school building. Looking at these two dead super mutants on top of one another. What do you do now? See anyone you recognise, Bob? He sniff in the air. Hmm. I smell her. Charlene's clothes. <laughs> Maybe down the hall. Let's go this way. And he just starts barreling down the hall. Like, looks like up the stairs. Looks like he's gonna go north. Get, by the way, he has no fucking clue where he's going, but he really intent on going that way. Alright, so, north is actually stairs. But, yeah, you've got, to the yeah. left of you, um, a couple of generators are at the bottom of a hallway there and there's doors going up into a room north of them and to the right of you there's just doors and of course straight ahead of you is a big staircase he's going straight up the staircase all right billy bob is firing himself straight up the staircase and is anyone else going with him sure we'll go with him i'm gonna investigate these doors down here I'm gonna stay with Max. All right, excellent. So, Winnegan and oh, looks like you and I are alone. <laughs> oh, never mind. They're going up the stairs together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're splitting up. So let's do the bottom floor first with Max and Mister Medman. Right, where are you going first? Straight to the doors. I'm, I'm looking at the dead bodies. Um, I, yeah, go on, I want to search them. I want to see if I can find any medicine though. Alright, one of them just had a plank of wood that um, was shot out of its hand. And the other one has a pipe rifle. But it's not just any plank of wood. It is really refined mahogany. <laughs> I mean, yes, it... the pipe rifle is better than his pipe pistol, so... I'm going to carry that. 
All right, you might get a pipe rifle, no problem. I'll I'm get not you gonna, I'm not gonna use of a pipe it. rifle. Yeah, I'm not going to use it because I want to give it to the um, the ghoul. So yeah, yeah. It does use the same ammo. So um, this one, let's just do a wee quick roll. Yeah, the Syrian still had five rounds of ammo left. So you got a pipe rifle and five point three eight rounds. Okay, so do I add that to my inventory? Yep, you can add that to your inventory. Um, you can either just add it as notes, or you can actually put it in the right place. But considering you're going, you're not I'm, able to use that. You I mean, I'm, I'm gonna. The second I find Billy Bob again, I'm gonna give it to him. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'll, 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 I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna write it on my character sheet right now, but yeah. Yeah. Other than that, they didn't really have much except from like various types of meat stuffed into their pockets. Is it um, unidentified meat? Unidentifiable. That's it. Unidentifiable meat. Uh, no, I'll leave that there. I, I, I know and I see bad meat. And I'm going to just, yeah, follow Max. All right, excellent. Max, where are you going? I'm going to go over to the doors. And I'm going to stand oh. in front of them. Okay, there's two sets of doors. <laughs> the <laughs> ones... That's that token, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the ones to the northeast of us. Excellent. All right. So you've decided to go and stand outside some doors. And then I was going to kick it open and duck behind the wall right behind me to the left. All right. You kick it open. Let me see if I can remove this fog for you. Is that it? Can you see? Yeah. Yes. Right. All right. You go in, you dive in, go to the left, you find a couch to hide behind, and look around the room, and there's no one else in there. Okay, so You're I'm... hiding from no one. <laughs> I'm going to just float in and just... Can I just scan the room? Just in the stand in the middle of the room and do a 360, just scanning the whole 360? Yeah, so uh, Mr. Midman just walks into the centre of the room and does a little spinning spin by himself for a good... Three, four, five rotations. Um, Max is wondering what the hell's going on. And, and then I'm going to say, there are no life forms detected. Excellent. What about I'm, I'm right, there was nothing in the room alive, right? I mean, Yes, you're quite right, nothing in the room alive. All you find in that room is a couple of chairs um, to, the, to the left of the room. Um, there are some cabinets, some rusted shut cabinets, and a table that's currently rotted with a bunch of papers and stuff all over it that are that are illegible given the amount of time they've been sitting there. So there's no We investigate the cabinets to see if there's anything in them. Alright, investigate cabinets. You cannot open the cabinets. Can you do a strength roll? So let's have a look. I'm thinking athletics would be a good one for this. Yeah, give me an athletics roll. See if you're strong enough to pry this open. You are. Yep. You pop open one of the cabinets. You find it is on. Um, you find it's disappointingly empty, with the exception of a couple of bottle caps. Yay! Um, yeah. So you can add three bottle caps to your inventory. All right. Shall we move to the team going upstairs next, or is there anything else you want to do in that room? No. Uh 
what about the papers? You said they're completely illegible for the amount of time they've been sitting, right? Yeah, they're just wasted and rotted, yeah. Okay, and what is this to the left of the desk? A pillar. It's just a pillar. Okay. Just a piece of wall. Yeah, then I'd say we're done here and made up with the crew. Yep, okay. What about the other room? As we, you know, Oh, yeah. We can go get that and leave them go on their own. Hopefully, Winnie's not too creeped out by Billy Bob. Okay, so let's just take a wee bit, a wee bit further up the stairs here before we can, before we can show you what's, what's actually up the stairs. We'll do the downstairs again, and we'll just move Mr. Medman and Max over to the other room. So, you're outside the door. Do you want to sneak into it like you did the last time? Yes. All, all worried and hide behind whatever you find? Of, of course. <laughs> Really I mean, fantastic. I mean, all I, as a robot, I can see that this this human is very, very enthusiastic to... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Max, very enthusiastically, combat rolls into the room, hides behind a chair, <laughs> a, a small child's school chair, because what this <laughs> room is, it is a classroom. It's an old classroom with a bunch of broken-down tables and children's school chairs, a blackboard at the top of it, uh, with no writing left on it, and the teacher's desk, with a computer on it. Awesome. So, um, Mr. Merman's going to do exactly the same as he did last time. Float to the centre of the room, spin around five times, scan the area, and say, no life forms detected. Excellent. With your perception, you are able to see that, um, again, much like the room previous, any papers or information left standing is all rotted away as well as some of the tables and the computer is hollowed out there's nothing left of the computer to see okay so no, yeah no, no there's no notes on the computer excellent anything else um, is it worth having a little search around anything like we can get into any um, drawers well, the only drawers are in the com- are in the teacher's desk can we investigate those excellent yeah, try to open them I come up from behind this child's chair and walk over to the teacher's desk. <laughs> yeah, you stand up slowly, <laughs> moving the child's chair away from you, Shaking. giving away that little bit of protection that would have got from it. <laughs> and you start walking towards the teacher's desk where you find a bottle of booze. Ooh. That's my kind of teacher. Excellent. There's a oh. bottle, of vod- bottle of vodka unopened. Would you like to add that to your inventory? <laughs> Yes. It cuts to Billy Bob Firewater going, I smell something. (laughs) (laughs) It changed from Charlene. What is this? All right, so as they were all doing that, Winnegan and Billy Bob make their way up the stairs. And I'm going to reveal the area. And I said, that wasn't wasn't a semi-truck. That was my mother. (laughs) You you get it? You You get it? Uh, you get, you get it? Uh, yeah, okay. A tough crowd. <clears throat> well then. Mm-hmm. Let's go find your Charlene, shall we? Who? Oh, Charlene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. All right. Let me just. I'm moving stairs here. Right. So you come out at the top of the stairs. 
And what you see is a large open room with lots and lots of holes in the floor. Obviously, this is one of the holes that the super mutant fell down and fell on top of its friends. Um, these obviously used to be classrooms and other rooms, but all the walls are broken down. There's holes in the floor, like I said, and tables, chairs are just strewn across the place. There's a makeshift cage at the right-hand side of the room, and you're also going to see in the cage a monstrous sight. A massive green monster, another super mutant, although this one's slightly different in the sense that it's got some sort of ginger anime wig on with pink bows and is carrying a frying pan. It's pacing inside its cage and beside the cage are, is a ghoul currently fighting for its life. It's um, mortally wounded and a dead brahmin, a two, dead two-headed brahmin to the, the north of the cage. Either of these looking familiar to you, Bob? I don't know who that ghoul is, but Cletus, Jared, no! And he runs to the Brahmin. <laughs> Fair enough. The, the ghoul is coughing in the corner. <coughs> Billy Bob. Billy Bob. <laughs> He's a bit too stupid to notice you. Did who are you? you? Something? I'm, I'm dying here. Dying here, Billy Bob. He's like cradling one of the dead heads of like, Billy Bob. I'm fucking dying here. <laughs> Clayton, Cletus, no. Cletus. <laughs> Cletus, no. Jared, I really didn't like you, but Cletus, Cletus. No. The, oh, no. The dead dying ghouls trying to get your attention. Fucking Billy Bob, listen to me. <laughs> I'm dying. Listen to me. <laughs> I should have gotten you grain and oats when I had a chance. <laughs> He'll musters up the strength to throw an empty can at Billy Bob. <laughs> yeah, Billy Bob ducks. <laughs> ducks out of the way and goes back to Cletus and Jared. Jared. No, Cletus, no! Oh, no. <laughs> oh no Dad here oh. please Somebody talk to me I'm talking to you What do you uh, mean? Well, Yeah like I'm ignoring him And he's what ignoring him and, and like Winnegan's like in his face <laughs> Just like an endless cycle uh, I'm ignoring then, him He's ignoring her She's you. ignoring me Thank you for the attention smooth skinned lady then, At that point I roll, I roll and say Sir you seem hurt Oh, and we all ignore him, and then... <laughs> okay, you two are still downstairs, so bear with me a second here. I'll let you know when you get up the stairs, okay? Right, so yeah. Yule's sitting there, he's like, ah, I'm dying here. He says, wait, don't... Look, the mutant, the mutant in the cage, don't hurt her. Don't hurt her. She tried to save us. The others... The others caged her for it. I gave him a word. If we can get out of here, she could join us. Don't let them kill her. I'm done for. Please. Who I'm done. You? Help me keep my words, Billy Bob. Help me keep my word. Billy Bob doesn't even notice. He's still crying <laughs> over Cletus and Jared. He's, he's still in the car. He's like just barrel. He's covered in tears. Okay, just Mr. Medman and Max have made their way up the stairs because of this bizarre noise that's going on. Is Charlene in the room? 
Is Charlene who the fuck is Charlene? <laughs> In fact, yes, Charlene's the dying ghoul. <laughs> Did you not get my message? Charlene's a mannequin. Oh, oh. Right, yeah, right, yes. <laughs> that that makes a doing. lot of sense. Alright, so, so Charlene's okay, so not the dying to... girl then. Yes, Charlene's in the room. Of course she is. Fuck it. <laughs> God. You, got, you gotta work with me here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right, I got All your right. message about yeah. the Brahmin. About the girl. I didn't get your message about Charlene until now. Sorry. Either way. Yeah. Okay, so I guess right next to the dying ghoul is the is a mannequin. Yeah, there's a mannequin next to the dying ghoul, and the dying ghoul starts puppeteering the mannequin, and then it's like, "Charlene, no!" And yeah, then he runs over. <laughs> no, no, Charlene. That does this seem like the only woman that could stand you. Billy Bob, Charlene says, "Help the super mutant in the cage. Help me keep my word." What's that, Charlene? Tell, tell this guy to get his hand out of your ass. Wow, <laughs> be come on, come. Oh, oh, super mute. Oh, super mutant in cage. Oh, okay. okay. So the super mutant in the cage no, is going we'll, to we'll speak now. Him, yeah. Super mutant <laughs> in the cage. Introduce yourself, Matt. You there, jerky man. That jerky man dying. Mmm, jerky. You got some? You jerky man. That one over there, pointing at one again. Smooth skin. Why, what? You you let Gertrude out of cage. Mm. If I let you out, are you going to eat him? That's not a deal breaker, by the way. What, talking jerky man or dying jerky man? (coughs) Angle's coughing up blood. Uh, Good do. You keep that blood off my Charlene. You know what, you have yourself a deal. Is there a key or anything around the room? Ah, key. Can I just open the door, walk (laughs) over to the other other end of the corridor, pick the key up, Key in draw over here. Yeah, Walk so back, close so, the door, and yeah. sit back down again. Yeah, does. She just lifts the entrance of the cage up. She walks through it, grabs a key from the couch at the other end. She walks back into the cage and puts the metal back in the back of the doorway. <laughs> Poor rabbit. Whoa, how'd you do that? Do what? I forget. I'm going to pick up the key, unlock the cage door, and open it. <laughs> Might as well. So, Winnegan picks up the key, goes towards the cage door, realises that there isn't actually a keyhole in the cage door at all. It is just a piece of metal. <laughs> and she tries to lift it. But, uh, you know what? Do a strength check for me, Winnegan. Bend um, with knee, not with back. Just... We're going to go athletics for this. Yeah. All right, one success. Now, you don't manage to lift it, but you are able to drag the metal can away from the entrance. I mean, you can if you want to, or you can just watch her do it. 
Oh, okay, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> uh, what do you want me to hit then? Well, you can do the same hit athletics. Uh, okay. It's gonna be weird if you fail, considering you've already done that. There you go. Excellent. Yeah. So you okay. got two yeah. successes. Absolutely no issue for you. You watch Winnegan start to drag this metal out of your way. So he just walk up and pick it up with one hand, lift it away, and drop it down amongst the other Don't metal in the cage. Bend with knee, not with back. <coughs> dying ghouls coughing up more blood. Yes, yes, we know you're dying. <laughs> I don't just really care, but we are aware of it. Sorry, I mean, have we, have I, have I, have, are we in the room now, me and Max? Yes, yes, you've been in the room since okay, so uh, you're just can started I, talking. Can I go up to this dying guy and, and start, like, healing him? Or do, you know, do... Yes, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> All right, because with this check, this is, this is a mortally wounded ghoul. This is going to be an incredibly difficult check, so I wanted to through what happens when something is more than difficult than two successes and because it's only 2d20 there are ways that you can increase your chances of getting successes all right so let me introduce you to action points now action points is something that you all have you have it as a team point system and you will always have a maximum of six action points per team. So when you want to use action points, you're going to have to discuss amongst yourselves whether or not it's a suitable situation for using action points. And it's a you team. can use is them it, for a number a of different decision? things. Yes, because it's shared. Okay. The action point pool is shared. You currently have six, and that's the maximum you will ever get. In order to, uh, what you can do when you use these action points is you can use an action point to buy more d20s. And that's where that additional dice thing that you've been seeing comes in. So if you want to get more dice, you can use the, the action points to get it. You can use them to obtain information. So you can, like, if you want more information about something, you can spend an action point and I can, I can answer truthfully. Um, what you can do is you can reduce the time it takes to do a task. So you've not really had any time sensitive tasks yet, but if there was something that was going to take a long time to do, you can reduce that by using action points. And you can also just use them for additional minor actions and major actions in combat. Also, not only do you get more d20s, but you can use them to buy more damage dice as well. There's a different cost to each of these actions. so. For example, what I'm going to do is I'm going to set this difficulty rating at 6 in order for you to cure this dying ghoul. That's an extremely difficult task, but in order to do that, what you can do is, first of all, you can reduce the difficulty with one of your mods. So you have a medical mod modification on your, on, your, um, on your body, I guess. Um, yeah, I think it's part of my gear, yeah. I want to say, gear. So you can reduce difficulty using mods. You've got your you've got your diagnosis mod, yes. and there's lots of different equipment and stuff throughout the game that has a reduced difficulty benefit. And what that means is you've already got one success, so that takes it down to five successes you need to get. Now, if you were just to do a standard roll, you have medicine as one of your tagged skills. So if you got two critical successes, that would get you another four points. That still doesn't get you enough in order to actually heal this ghoul. 
So what you can do is you can start buying more dice with action points. One dice will cost you one point, two dice will cost you two points, and three dice will cost you an additional three points. So if you add that all up, one dice for one point, the second dice for an additional two points, that's three points spent, and then the third dice for an additional three points, that's all your six points spent. Hmm. Do you understand how that works? I follow you. So I need yeah. five Burn all successes. six. Burn all six. Burn all six. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he, he was saying about we could use it for information as well. So we could have. Yeah, there's a number of things you can use yeah. it for. You can use it for more more combat dice, more damage dice, and of course more skill checkpoints. So uh, dice, sorry. Like a good for instance as well is if, if someone's on like low health and we need to kill an enemy quick, we can just like basically just absolutely tank someone with damage before we get going and kill the next person. You can, yes. Um, I mean, I like to use one dice extra if it's all right, guys. Uh, group group thing. Mm. So, all right, that is going to give you extra, but it's still going to be very difficult for you to get all the points just getting one dice. Then, what do you think, guys? As a um, as, as a group, because these are action points, we could go one more. There'll be half our points gone. Yeah, gone. let's not do that for a random goal we don't even know is. I'll need to save this AP to I'll need to save this AP to heal up Charlene later. <laughs> <laughs> so she's severely injured. Um yeah, um, am I still right to use the ones? Or should we just leave it? Yeah, leave it use that? the one, just oh, don't use oh. all of them. I'll use Excellent. the one. Alright. Use the one. So what you want to do is just click it like normal, your uh, your medicine check, and you're gonna add one dice this time. Okay, unfortunately you get no critical successes. And you only get two successes. So the ghoul just coughs up <coughs> as you're working on him. Coughs up the last bit of blood and goes limp and dies in your arms. Can we okay. this Sorry. one? Sorry, no, I gotta I got say this. I gotta, so I look at the dead ghoul and go, Damn it, not again! And just fly away. Can we eat this one? Oh. Yeah, go for go go for it. Just don't touch my Charlene. <laughs> We're not using it. Jerky man dating plastic. It's the best he can probably did, do. Did you just say did you just say the P word? <laughs> Gertrude doesn't remember Char- what Gertrude said two seconds ago. Char- Charlene, she's she's a big brute. She don't know. Don't don't don't, don't be upset. Don't be upset. You you big brute. You apologize to Charlene right now. You can. The big brute can fold you like a deck chair. What? What's going on, Gertrude? Confused. Oh. Well, I guess we'll let it go. Um, Smooth skin by Jerky Man. Be <coughs> weird. That is not something I have. Can I uh, randomly start searching stuff in the room, like drawers and stuff, if there's anything around? Whilst the humans are talking, I might as well start looting. Oh, yes, the humans. (laughs) Everything's basically all just crammed up. Like, this makeshift cage is just made out of everything that was in the room, from school desk chairs to the tables and bits of desk, bits of computer, all that sort of stuff. 
everything really is in this corner of cool. the room where Gertrude was being held. Can I? Uh... There's there's nothing <laughs> useful. Everything's broken. What about the uh, recently dead body or the uh, now dead body? Yeah, the recently dead body only has what he was carrying. Is it? What about the clothes? Are they worth anything? <clears throat> are they good clothes? Bad clothes? Are crap. Yep, they're crap clothes. They're just regular old rags. You know, uh, Wasteland rags covered in <laughs> ghoul blood. What about the Brahmin? Can we cut that up and use it as rations? Point. You can cut it up and carry some Brahmin meat if you want, but you know it's going to be just you're going to be carrying around raw meat. It's not going to. I mean, gonna last I mean, particularly Gert, long. you're probably big enough to like carry a whole haunch leg and use it at the club. I mean, I'd, I'd carve it up for food if we can use it. It would go off pretty quick. We can cook it tonight. Um, not if you do it all like the old campfire way. Cook the cook it over some meat and char the um, char it, and you don't get the sickness then. Gertrude has frying pan. <laughs> sure, we can cook. take some meat and cook it. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, anyways, go um, take, should we you... move on up the stairs? All right. Gertrude comes out the cage and. I mean, she starts trying to cut into the Brahmin with her frying pan because she doesn't have a knife. Oh, I have a knife. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bob, as they're cutting cutting the Brahmin up, Billy Bob runs up, No, Cletus, Jared, no! Oh, right there, that's the back strap. You want to cut right there. No, Cletus, Jared, no! Oh, wait, no, you want to get that one right there. That's the hamburger meat. No! <laughs> you have preference. <laughs> Mm. Oh, that's the T-bone right there. Go, you go. You want to get the T-bone? Go and cut, cut right there behind the broom. No! <laughs> you right. seem conflicted. So I guess Damn. you all just spend like an hour in this dilapidated school building butchering a, a Brahmin. I would like to go up <laughs> and stab. You know, just bonding, I guess. <laughs> We're having a good time. We're having a good time. We're your best friends till the end. <laughs> Oh, this is a nice. dead Brahmin hanging from the rafters behind them. They're just like giddy, all smiling. <laughs> oh no. Cap, can oh, I continue up the steps? You have continued up the steps. There is only two floors to this place. Oh, I thought there was a right. steps right here. Where... Like Max is. That's the down steps. Mm. This entire time, Max has been going up the stairs like <laughs> one step at a time. All right, seven more to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's you. You've done the entire school building. Should we do our typical Yay. thing and burn it to the ground, or are we going to keep it for salvageable stuff? Well, we haven't made a fire yet, yet to, to cook the Brahmin. I mean, you could always make a, make a fire tin can? with all the uh, desks around. Tin can, you, you have fire. We cook with you. Here, I'll get firewood. And then Billy Bob, like, rips off the arms of Charlene and, like, kind of, like, actually kind of in legs and kind of, uh, like, orients them as, like, a fireplace. Awesome. All right. Like and I'm going to use my handy-dandy laser pointer. <laughs> you need therapy. Does anyone have anything to light a fire with? i got my laser pointer. Medman is literally flying on flame. <laughs> I have explosives under skills. Are they aren't fire. What are they then? I have explosives under skills. Did he have anything yeah. to explode? <laughs> no. <laughs> Blow a hole in the floor. Fire! Dude, I've got a laser. I can use a laser to light the fire. 
I mean, if you look at pictures of uh, any Mr. Handy, it is fire. Well, yeah. We just light the fire off of the bottom of Mr. <laughs> Mr. Well, there's Bitcoin. generators on the first floor. This is Caps game. If he says it's a thruster, it's a thruster. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he, 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 he has been fire. saying that he's got a laser. Yeah, about to say he can. Yeah, he got the laser. So I'm waiting for somebody to try and make a fire. We've said we're doing it. Yeah, Cap <laughs> I mean, I think it was Billy Bob. He said he made the. Do you want me to go? I walk over to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Right, so, like I've already created a, a Bill, I've already created a campfire orientation of, of all the Charlene's remains. Right, so Billy Bob puts all the Charlene's remains into a big triangle on a desk. <laughs> I'm guessing Mister Medman wanders over and starts shooting it with his laser. That's it. Fantastic. Okay. Um. Let's see. Does that actually go alight? Do I need to roll? I if I I'm I'm thinking about that actually. <laughs> it's good. To, I'm thinking survival. Um. What would it be? Ah, it's shooting. You know what? Nah. What I'm doing is shooting it. a pile of like wood. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see if you're lucky enough for it. I I don't know if it should actually light or if it should just sort of smolder. What, what about yeah, the generators on the first floor? You successfully light a fire out of Charlene's remains. Thank the Lord! It finally burns away all those STDs I gave her. Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> What's that smell? That Sorry, I had to have it in there. <laughs> What's it smell? It smells like gonorrhea in here. Weird. Something really weird with Jerky Man. Again, no. Okay, there's a fire in the middle of this schoolroom. What's going to happen now? We're going the whole cook building's going to Oh yeah, that that's going to happen eventually. Don't give that. Don't give the story away. We're going to cook. The <laughs> <laughs> Should Carbon cook monoxide poisoning. All right, Gertrude puts her frying pan over the fire and starts to cook the meat when the ceiling catches fire above the fire. Do <laughs> 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 you think the school is connected to gas lines? <laughs> yeah, this, oh, well, oh. we did it on a desk. Like a desk is like two foot tall, and like a ceiling in the, a school is only like six foot tall. So this, the, bit of fire. the ceiling begins to smolder. <laughs> it begins to spread. The fire is now spreading. And it's moving towards the staircase. Emergency exit! I'm gonna start some. I'm gonna start shouting. <laughs> Emergency exit this way! Emergency exit this way! I'm gonna try and find the fire extinguisher. Is there one? Now, knowing how Billy Bob Firewater is, can I jump out the window? Second, you can jump story. out the window. Yes. Let's okay. Do it. Okay. That'll be my. That'll be my action while everybody else. The fire is spreading towards the windows. <laughs> Billy Bob decides to jump out of the window. Let's see if I can do a wee roll for it. It's definitely going to be a survival one. Let's keep that endurance. Give me a survival endurance. See if you can survive the fall. That is a zero. <laughs> that is a target of seven, and I got a nine successes. and eleven. <laughs> Billy Bob does successfully throw himself out of the window. <laughs> he, he falls a good, I don't know what that would be, like 12 feet or something like that from the first story. Easy, yeah, be. easily, easily. <laughs> um, give me a 1d6. <laughs> and that is a 6. That's a 6! <laughs> oh. Okay, so he takes, he breaks one of his legs. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so Billy Bob is now at the bottom outside the school building with a broken leg. The rest of you are still on the second floor with this fire rapidly spreading towards the staircase. I'm running down the staircase to get out. Yeah, Tom. Okay. Go to take the leg. Everybody runs down the staircase, Gertrude with a leg of Brahmin in her hand. Oh, All right, do you just keep on going out of the building? Yes. Okay, I'm just going to say that you all successfully managed to beat the fire to the front door and get out there before the fire spreads and kills you all. You are all now successfully outside the school building, which is rapidly starting to catch fire. Okay, I'm sorry, I've got to I've got to turn around to the flames, look at the flames and go, I feel something eerily familiar here. I'm shocked she didn't already cap have a flame covered version of this already. This <laughs> <laughs> pans over. <laughs> Everybody at home, he's just drawing an orange pen <laughs> all over the thing. There you go. The, the skill building is now on fire. You're all outside, just watching the fire burn. And there's that one random super mutant that's like, "Help! I'm stuck! Help! <laughs> I was waiting for you on the top floor." <laughs> right. That'd be Tim. Tim so- touched little things. Don't let Tim out. He's got. Oh, okay. You thought I was saying fucked up things. Okay. okay. All right. All right. So you're all on the street outside this building. Billy Bob is lying on the ground with a broken leg. Okay. So yeah, broken leg. I should really do something about that. So Can I use to... medicine again to heal him, or were you going to do something? Yeah, Mister. You want you, replacement you... leg? I mean, how about I assist Mad Max on, on, her, on his leg? Yeah, so this is going to cost you a stim pack to get this healed. Does, uh, does anyone have a stim pack on them? I do. I do. Uh, excellent. Yes, the medical doctor, the, sorry, the medical robot does have a stim pack on him. That's excellent. <laughs> All right, so you're going to want to give me a medicine check on that. Now, before you do this, tell me, is it going to give me a cool scar? Um, affirmative, sir. Awesome. Win again. A yeah. very cool scar indeed. <laughs> Alright, so he's <laughs> he's had no successes on his <laughs> medicine check. Uses his laser pointer and just like adds another scar. <laughs> <laughs> ah, two cool scars! Ah, it hurts! <laughs> okay, um... With the, well, would anyone like to assist him? How about, um... How about Josh's character, Max? Do you, yeah. do you want to try rolling? Yeah, let me see what Madison does. Wait again. Wait again. Help, oh. help me. Okay, so everybody's failing. Everybody's failing their medical checks. Um, <laughs> ah, look, my leg is just getting worse. Like, they're slowly adding more scars to it. Like, it keeps cutting into it. Yeah. Like, ah! Ah, it's like Ricky are, Bobby from Caledonia Nights. They're all just kind of pulling on his broken leg for absolutely no reason, <laughs> doing no good to it at all. There's two knives in my leg! Hang on, so can I actually use my um, skin pack then? Sorry? Can I actually use my stim pack then? Or was that actually part of the medicine check? Well, that was you trying their stim pack. Would ah. you like to spend any luck points? Or action points? Okay, yeah, I think I'm going to... I'm going to go for another luck. Um... 
can't remember what that, what that I've was like crawled. Yeah, I've like crawled my way to win again, I'm like tugging on her heel. So one luck is D20. Can I roll to kick him? Oh god damn it. again. Can I pick up? Sorry, I got sorry. I got eleven on my. Ah! I just keep stabbing his leg. Ah! Everybody, can I just pick him up and and piggyback him? As Max and the medical robot are just poking at this broken leg for (laughs) for some reason, just causing more and more pain to poor Billy Bob. Gertrude walks over, picks Billy Bob up and starts carrying him down the road. You all head westward out of the town onto the road where you where you will eventually find the town that Jesse Perdue is mayor of and your destination. Tin can and ghost man fucking useless. I carry jerky man. Yep, and as Gertrude is carrying jerky man, our team walk off into the sunset where hopefully by morning they will have found the town <laughs> as they go off in the sunset I can just imagine Billy Bob going like hey wait again what do you think about three cool scars thank you for listening to this episode of A Pint of Cthulhu if you want to get in touch you can find us on X and on Blue Sky at Pint of Cthulhu Furthermore, if you'd like to help out the podcast, go over to our Ko-Fi page, link in the description, so mote it be.